0: So I'm going through this whole thing with this best friend that I thought that I had. Um, she's getting beside herself. Joden lost his mind, and then this <laughs> chick that he's talking to is sitting right in my face every effing day, and I'm like, I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> <Set> oh, <on> fire! <laughs>
1: Alright, well, we have an update from, do y'all remember last week when we talked, uh, well, Jess Sharika sent us a, fuck you, but we could not pronounce her name, or Dana was confused about how to pronounce her name. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote back in with the subject line, my name, LOL, and she says, hey girls, I'm the mama complaining about my coworkers, aka my badass kids. My name is pronounced and she put the real pronunciation okay like you see it in the dictionary j Sharika. so it's j shureka so we were saying it right i think yeah um lol y'all are so funny i love y'all ps i let my mom listen to the show in my letter and she is now watching my three kids oh no she's now watching my kids 3 days a week because clearly i'm miserable <laughs> much <laughs> love to you all j just chill. Uh. yeah that's funny.
2: <laughs> that is too funny. Thank you,
1: Jay. Je- Je- <laughs> Je- Je- or Jay. I guess you can call her Jay. Okay, yeah.
2: Thank you, Jay, for <laughs> clarifying that. Cause I was confused, but I knew your name was pretty. See?
1: <laughs> All right, guys. So if you have a fuck you, don't get fired. <laughs> Send them to us on our website now at black at work dot com or um that's anonymously through our website at black at com or uh through black at at gmail.com either way y'all want to do it all right so percy says this is percy y'all hopefully i can say his name he says what's up with y'all fine ass <laughs> he said lol jk don't read this part okay well i'm sorry <laughs> Oh my gosh, y'all are funny. So I've been listening to y'all for a minute, and I've been wanting to submit a "fuck you" for the watch secretary at my job, Karen. Okay, now I ain't gonna lie; I flirted a little bit with her when, when she first started because she was acting like she was about that Mandingo life. But ultimately, I love my black queens, and she had to slide to the side. You feel me? <laughs> I guess she mad because for weeks she's been doing little shit that I've been wanting to say fuck you about. She is responsible for badging in people when our building is closed for whatever reason. So if she don't badge you in, you can't get paid. The way our building is set up, someone has to clear the door for people to enter. And when we enter is how we clock in, if that makes sense. On Monday, on the holiday, not only did I come to work, my nigga, I was early trying to flex on the time on that time and a half why this bitch didn't clock me in at all (laughs) I checked my punches so far um and it looks like I ain't work at all Monday HR telling me they gonna fix it but for next pay period on bloods, I'm gonna have my little sister slap the blind off her one day. Trader <laughs> Joe's least expected. I was trying to stay ahead of the game. That's why I volunteered for the holiday. Number one and two, you don't know. You don't know what I needed that money for at the time I needed it for. You play with my money on some silly shit. You deserve a fuck you. Anyway, shout out to y'all for doing this. I can't wait to hear the show. Okay, you know what, Percy. <laughs> Girl, what he say about Trader Joe's? You know what?
2: He said, on Blood, I'm going to have my little sister slap the blonde off her one day when she's coming out of Trader Joe's least expected.
1: (laughs) God damn. First of all, Percy, I'm mad that you got me sounding like a thug. I'm trying to read (laughs) your I'm trying to read that. Uh, Okay, old blood. Damn. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now, look, I'm not affiliated with no gangs. I'm be trying to have nobody come up with me. That was him, okay? But that is hilarious. It was. Thank you, Percy,
2: (laughs) for your fuck you. Um, Really quickly, though, I wanted to address something um, that we got last week that I wanted to touch on. Um, when we were having a conversation about um the other fuck you where the um young lady wrote in and told us about her boss acting like she had corona well they were suspected she was suspecting that her boss had coronavirus but was acting weird about it, and um I said that she's acting as if it's AIDS or something like she just can't disclose it and um We did get a listener that wrote in, um, and basically in her experience, um, she is a person that suffers with the virus and she felt that it was in poor taste to, um, you know, compare. Well, I didn't compare them. I did not compare them, but she just felt that it was in poor taste and I agree. So I just wanted to apologize if I offended anyone. That definitely was not my intention at all. Um, you know, we love you guys. We know a lot of our sisters and our brothers suffer with this, um, illness. And um, yeah, I could have used a different analogy. So shout out to her, you know, our one of our loyal co-workers. Shout out to you, girl. And um, yeah, so <sighs> uh, you guys know that um, every time a Black person is killed in this country, the video of their death tends to circulate news cycle after news cycle. is posted online, it's shared a million times, Etc. How fucking often. Do we see a video. Of a white person. Being brutally murdered. My people. This is not journalism. They're not trying to keep us informed. This is signaling. They're keeping us on notice. What has happened this past month. In America. Is nothing but a 2020 version. Of a public lynching. So um. I guess let's get on over to the water cooler. All right. So Derek Chauvin is the name of the cop who decided to park his crusty white knee on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes, killing him. I'm not going to go into the story. It's traumatic. Y'all already know what's going on. Well, anyway, this cop has a history of race-centered complaints prior to him murdering George Floyd, several news outlets have pulled receipts on past complaints that he's had. Listen, like Homegirl said on Twitter, the only blue life we give a fuck about, the only blue life that matter is Blue Ivy Carter, okay? Fuck the police. I'm literally exhausted.
1: Yeah, this this is absolutely absurd. Like, I have literally, I mean, this is what, the third person in a matter of a month? Yeah. It's emotional for other, not just for them, but for us. And it's scary. It's like, it's scary to think if I get into my car and go somewhere, if I get pulled over or if I'm out somewhere, somebody calls the police on me for no apparent reason. And it's not just that. It's been multiple incidences this week that have happened where these white people, these crusty, White people are calling calling nine one one on black folks for no apparent reason, like and then I have to raise a child. I have so many emotions, I'm not gonna even talk about every every last one of them, but everything that's going on right now, all the rage that everybody feels, I know some people have mixed emotions about it, but me we try to do it quietly and it's not working, so obviously we gotta. We got to do something different. That's all I'm going to say about it. And which leads me right to my next point, which
2: you guys already know at this point. Over the weekend and throughout the week, um, much like Baltimore, St. Louis, L.A., and other heavily Black oppressed areas, Minnesota decided to go up. And I don't fucking blame them. And first of all, shout out to Minnesota. A lot of you guys don't know this, but that's my second home. A um, half of my family lives there so I grew up um, spending my summers there so I know Minnesota St. Paul Minneapolis very well um, I know the area and um, shout out to them I don't fucking blame them this is the same city that saw a black cop get convicted not just arrested not just charged convicted of murdering a white woman then right after that The cop that killed Philando Castile. We're still talking about Minnesota here. He went free. This happened within a matter of weeks of one another. Minnesota been ready. They're tired too. And at this point, there has been protests all across the U.S. People are tired. And like Martin Luther King said, rioting is the voice of the unheard. Bitch, we
1: are unheard and we tired, like, and I've heard. I, I it's so funny because I went to the gas station this morning, and I heard you know some people talking about at the cash register the, the man at Quick Trip, and the man that was checking out. What's going older man? What's going on? Both of them were right. What's going on? I don't understand. Da 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 da. I was like, they better not say anything cross eyed. Cause if they do, I'm gonna be on uh, I'm gonna be on y'all's viral video on Instagram and on Twitter. But they ain't saying nothing. It. But it's they were still saying like they shouldn't be tearing up. You don't know what we should be doing. You you have no right to say what we should and should not be doing because if that was Lindsay or Becky or Sarah, your granddaughter or whoever it is, uh, with, with the police knee in her neck and she died, then you would got you guys would have a different story. Also. Y'all consist it's like y'all forget what y'all did when, you know, like with segregation and we were trying to, you know, make sure we were, uh, when we came together and things were not segregated, y'all blew up shit because y'all was mad because y'all didn't want no black people to be in y'all school. Y'all went around to our schools burning up shit and, you know, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So I don't want to hear about, I know I'm going on a rant, but I'm, I don't want to hear nothing about what y'all got to say about what we should and should not be doing. Because you guys are not oppressed. You were not enslaved for a thousand years. And, <laughs> and that's just on that. That's that on that. And that's period. I don't want to hear nobody else saying what we should and should not be doing. You hit the nail right
2: on the head. And of fucking course, the white man's president went on Twitter and called those protesters quote unquote thugs. When just two weeks ago, he called the white motherfuckers who armed themselves outside of government buildings, quote unquote, very good people. These motherfuckers literally strapped themselves with AKs and protested because they can't go to Orange Theory. But that's not all. That's not all. He said, and I quote, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Basically, giving everyone, cops, white people, white people that think they cops, and everybody else licenses to kill, just like what we saw take matters into their own hands down in Charlottesville. This orange bitch had people drinking bleach martinis two weeks ago. You think they ain't finna listen to this bullshit
1: threat and think it's okay to pull the trigger on quote-unquote rioters? This shit is insane. It is insane. And wait a minute, let me go back, friend. Not they was mad because they couldn't go to Orange (laughs) Theater. Baby, they wanted to go work out. Yeah, y'all mad because y'all can't go work out. Meanwhile, we're living in a pandemic that is taking over not y'all but us, supposedly. And now, I mean, this is just it's on it's stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff. And then y'all just expect us to keep here sitting, sitting here and taking this. At some point, we are going to lash out. At some point, black folks gonna come together and you know, and you know, you've been seeing people on Instagram with families getting guns and everything. Because guess what? Just like you said. The orange president, he want to be telling, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, okay, well, we're going to have our rifles, we're going to have our guns, we're going to do what we need to do to protect ourselves as well. By any means necessary. Do what y'all got to do.
2: That's what I'm saying. So the night of no indictment in the Mike Brown case in St. Louis, um, several people that I know, for those of you that don't know, I'm originally from St. Louis, um, and I lived in the area that um, all of this transpired. So anyway, the night of no indictment in the Mike Brown case in St. Louis, several people that I know, including my little sister, saw the National Guard set a few of those buildings on West Florissant down. They they set them on fire. And a lot of owners of those businesses set fire to their own buildings just for the insurance claim money. My little sister actually saw the police set fire to the quick trip from the inside, So if you haven't been online, people have exposed this white cop, um, and I hate that I don't have his name. I should have that bitch's name, but um, somebody exposed this cop. um, Somebody took photos and videos of him, downtown Minneapolis, setting buildings on fire and smashing windows, and a friend of his wife sent a screenshot of of one of the pictures that they had of him. Asking his wife if that was her husband pretending to be a protester. And she said, yes, I don't know why he's down there doing that. So her friend then posted the screenshot of that conversation online. So y'all got y'all cops and shit out here starting shit. How is it that we can come to wherever we're coming to, protesting peacefully, unarmed, all of that shit, and it always ends up violent? But y'all niggas can go to Capitol buildings, government buildings with weapons, and y'all, are, and y'all are considered peaceful. Y'all are inciting the fucking riots, and this is one example of that. It's ridiculous.
1: Like, I'm sorry, I have no words for everything that's going on right now. It's like we get we're it's like we're damned if we do and we're damned if we don't.
2: Yeah, y'all weren't cool with us peacefully protesting, y'all weren't cool with the kneeling. Y'all didn't like us wearing shirts saying I can't breathe. Y'all didn't like the regular protests, the where we walked around. Y'all didn't like us keeping y'all money from y'all. Y'all didn't like us not watching the NFL. Y'all don't like the rioting. Y'all just want us to shut the fuck up y'all want to live in y'all racist paradise in peace and, and have the good little niggers just shut the fuck up about the oppression just live with the oppression we're gonna do it shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and then we always get this whole oh but well, what about black on black crime newsflash bitch white people kill each other at the same fucking rates They don't put that shit on the news and you want to know why? Because we live in an environment where our media has control and they can portray an image and it has power. Do you think they want us to be scared of white people as we should be? That's why those motherfuckers that shoot up schools and malls and shit and get their high schools and shit shot up. They'll show like them playing with a puppy. Or their graduation pitch, or in some excuse about their mental health when they do shit like that. But when we kill ourselves, when we we, we do stuff like that, oh, what about black on black crime? Even though it's, if you actually Google that shit, we kill it, every community: Asian, Black, Hispanic, White. They kill each other at the same rates. It's called proximity. It's called um, um. Poverty, it's, there's so many issues. It's just a lot. It, it, it's just a lot. And, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm rambling at this point, but um, yeah, this is some fuck shit. But anyway, um, the National Guard wasn't necessary for those armed protesters at government buildings. And honestly, they could de-escalate this conflict by arresting the murdering officers, but they purposefully choose not to. So they want us outside destroying shit, catching corona, further ending our lives. Listen, I don't give a fuck about target a billion dollar insured company who pays slave wages who profits off of black people and black culture going down fuck it the kkk burned down homes churches businesses and people for hundreds of fucking years bitch do you think i give a fuck about target is it right no but what they're doing isn't right either so i guess we're all going to be wrong in this motherfucker until we figure it out <laughs> y'all acting like they hit up a family owned soul food spot target a bi right.
1: girl you ain't lying you you hit it on the head like literally we all wrong at this point like you said it's not right that's what people keep saying well the, nobody should be going around looting places and going in but let me tell y'all baby let me just let me add in to something real quick they was at people in minneapolis was at target taking lamps i said look i need to call somebody in minneapolis see they can give me some drapes that i saw the other day when this plant that cost 165 dollars." can i find somebody <laughs> you know what <laughs> baby no but like you said like it's ridiculous like target will be okay y'all have burned shit down for years and nobody says nothing about y'all when y'all do it so it's okay for y'all to do everything but when we want to do something when we want to protest against something when we want to you know what i'm saying and we're not protesting about something that's small we're talking about people people innocent lives that are being lost just for no reason and it's not fair and it's like y'all want to sit up here and act like it's just but you know what I can't because i mean it's it's something that's been passed on for generation to generation. They look at us as they look at us as animals, they'll forever see us as animals as pe- you know in some of some contracts or whatever constitution they've said that they've called us a piece of wood, like we're nothing to them, we
2: were property to them. so how do you go from seeing this person as property to person and correct. that should get passed down correct.
1: Correct. It's, it's it's sad. So I, I it looks like, and I think, Dana, you posted this on our page or on your personal page. You said you were showing like a magazine of the time and it said 2020, 1960, whatever, 1950. It has not changed. It's getting, it looks like it's, we look, it, it looks just like back when Martin Luther King was trying to, you know, have his dream. Ain't nothing changed for, you said trying to have his dream, <laughs> baby, because the dream didn't come true clearly. I mean, some places the dream, god rest the soul, Lord, but we still struggling. Is my point? Like we're we have not have we gotten anywhere at this point? Yeah. We tired. Like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Not not
2: far, but like Will Smith said, racism hasn't changed. Just the um the recording of it like they still doing the same shit now we now we got you on candid camera like now you can now you can see the shit now the shit that we used to talk about the shit that we used to say you can't say you don't believe it no more because it's right there in your face but even when they do believe it like this man on video killing George Floyd they still don't want to accept consequences or accept that this is what they're doing and it's not even about them accepting that fuck that they know what the fuck they're doing like I told y'all in the beginning of this shit, they're putting it. it we're on notice, basically. They want us to. They want us to rem- remember. Hey, we got our foot on y'all necks. Don't get out of control. Yeah, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're gonna give y'all trauma on top of that, and then have y'all outside catching shit. Yeah, because we're trying to get rid of all of y'all motherfuckers at the same time. Like, I know this is heavy, heavy, and I didn't even mean to. Like, but you can't. You can't discuss these topics without getting upset. You can't talk about these things without feeling some sort of way.
1: You can't, and it and it's our right to feel some type of way because. And I don't want anybody to feel like they need to hold that in. If you feel some type of way about it, talk to somebody, let that out. Because if you keep seeing this type of stuff, you can have anxiety. It can cause mental health issues. Like seeing this all the time, it can cause trauma. So don't feel like you need to not be angry because you're seeing your cousins, your kinfolk on TV, wherever they at, getting killed. I have a right to to feel the type of way I feel. And it's only right that we talk about it on this platform and share our feelings as well.
2: Exactly. And as a mother of a black son, I keep looking at my baby like, at what point is he going to be seen as a threat? Because this is my baby. Correct. Like, at what point is my baby going to be seen as your threat? But anyway, I know this is heavy, y'all. I'm sorry. I know this is heavy. But we do have somewhat good news in light of the bullshit. So Amy Cooper, I don't know if you guys have heard about her, but Amy Cooper is a white woman who was walking her dog unleashed in a designated area for birds in Central Park up in New York last week. Christian Cooper, no relation, is a black man and an avid bird watcher in the park. Like this this nigga, this, he's the real deal. He's on the board and everything. So basically, Christian actually white womaned her ass and told her to put her fucking dog on a leash. They exchanged words. Then the video starts with her telling the black man that she's going to call the cops on him. So, well, in the video, Amy is screaming frantically, tugging at her dog's collar, like tugging at his neck. If, if she's being attached and she's screaming to the police that a quote unquote African-American man was about to attack her and to send help. Like she's like screaming bloody murder in Central Park, follow me here, follow me here, we're in Central Park. So while she's doing this, Christian Cooper, the black man, he's sitting there calmly filming her. So she was fired from her job. The animal shelter that she adopted the dog from, they kindly tapped sis on the shoulder and was like, ma'am, run that back. So she lost the dog. And now she done lost her self-respect because she's been on a white woman apology tour ever since talking about how this experience has ruined her life. Bitch, first of all, log off. I hope you find yourself doing cartwheels and round offs off the Grand Canyon. You crusty, crusty, disgusting bitch. You know what you were trying to do to that man. (laughs)
1: Log off. Girl, you are not a lion. Like that is... Ridiculous! And first of all, I love him, baby. He came on to whatever news platform and was very articulate. They thought they was about to get somebody, baby. He came on, and like you said, white woman, her ass. Like it was like I, I was here for it. Okay, I said, come on, come on, sir, come on, doctorate, PhD, because he looked like he got all of that. Um, and that is like. It's ridiculous, ma'am. And then the way she was just strangling that dog along, I'm like, girl, what what's what's the issue? What's the problem? he is he is I thought, he,
2: girl, if you don't calm down? She was literally screaming at the top of her lungs like she was being attacked, y'all. Like she was she knew what she was doing. And then to say, an African American man, you already know what time it is, and you a white woman, they come and running for you, bitch. Mm-hmm. You know they was gonna come with guns a blazing and would have executed that good man's life just because you didn't
1: want to put a, a leash on your raggedy ass dog. And let that been, let that been the other way around. But y'all already know that the fact that this lady is trying to apologize, G T. F-O-H. I hope I said that right. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Girl, we not accepting your apology. No. Now because you, cause you, cause you know that you was in the wrong. Now that, that they ain't on your side. Ain't nobody on your side. Now you want to. I'm so sorry about the damage that I've done. We don't believe it. It's fake. And if it had not been the other
2: way around, they would have been like, Lakeisha, so what Brad is attacking you? <laughs>
1: Girl, you ain't lying. His Great Dane, his Great Dane out here ain't got no leash on, baby. They wouldn't occur. He, she could have. He could that Great Dane could have tore off LaQuisha' leg, baby. They wouldn't have had nothing to say about it. Okay, she would have been on the people's court. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> we did beard all the way left.
1: Right. My bad.
2: <laughs> but at least, at least we ended on a high note. So that's the water cooler this week, y'all. Let's take a break. So. And hopefully to lighten the mood today for our down the business segment, we have my one of my very best friends, Kayla, joining us on the show. Welcome, Kayla.
0: Thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> so, um, if you guys remember, um, my other best friend was on the show, who happens to be Kayla's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all together?
1: <laughs> well, we don't. <laughs> they,
2: they, they her history partner, <laughs> her lemonade maker <clears throat> happens to be her her you know whatever. So anyway, he was on the show and he told the story about when Kayla got him a job at her job, and he started. They broke up. And he started dating another chick at the job. So if y'all don't remember that story, I'm going to insert a clip right here.
3: This is like back in the day, and I wasn't shit. I'll go ahead and admit, I was, was not shit. Mm-hmm. So my ex-girlfriend got me a job. And apparently a girl at the job really liked me. I had nothing to do with none of this shit. Fuck what you talking about. See what you thinking right now. Uh, so, apparently, like, the other girl was going back telling my, my ex, like, oh, yeah, me and Joe, we messing around, we doing this and that, you know, I was just over his house yesterday, which never took place.
2: I was about to say, was she?
3: No, not oh, okay. at that time, no. Later <laughs> oh on, God, yeah. Go. Okay. But at that time, like, I had, literally had done nothing with this girl. I didn't have her phone number, didn't have nothing, like, never rode in my car. So, like, like I said, you know, she over here looking at me like I'm crazy, because, like, that's her best friend. So, I, and I understand, you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to defend your home girl, but. Like I said, I was literally doing nothing with nobody. So these motherfuckers, they fighting outside the job and shit going off. And of course, I ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm just, I'm gonna keep walking to my car. They can go be crazy on their own time.
1: But and one of them was your actual girlfriend, right?
3: Ex girlfriend. Mm. Mm. No, and
1: then that's that's, that's who see? was your friend, the ex
3: girlfriend, your yeah, girlfriend.
2: So, so she wasn't your girl, but she got you a job. She
3: did give me the job. Why would you do that? Why would Girl, she do that? Do that's
2: it. because they were together. We
3: didn't. I literally did nothing at all. Y'all lived together, bro. Oh, oh, come man. on. No. At that time? Yes, y'all did. No, we were not living together. I, that time. I might be tripping. All oh, I, I know is I, I ain't was putting never, no money in right? no nigga pocket. it ain't mine. Period. Never.
2: Be I might know other bitch I might be I ain't shit,
3: but I ain't that love level of shit. Okay, so they
2: tripping. fighting
3: in the parking lot. Yeah, not like fist fighting, but they just, they literally just going off and shit. Okay. Like, they just, they literally going, everybody, of course, at work looking at me like it's my fault. I'm like, hey, I ain't did nothing with nobody. I promise you I ain't did nothing with her. It looked bad later on because I did end up hooking up with that girl, for, which ended up being the worst relationship of my life. So that's, you know, karma. But, you know, long story short, that ex-girlfriend later on, we got back together. We ended up having a lovely kid together. Aww. Not together now, but, you know, it is what it is. Oh, so y'all had a baby? Were yes. you shorting? Hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> right. you the hell out that story, y'all. I know. He's like, What, yeah, what else so happened? Go. Nothing else happened?
2: They, you was in, okay. So they was fighting in the parking lot, but you know, you didn't talk about how they, this shit went uh, on for a month. Well,
3: yeah, because they were crazy. Like I drove, I my car I drove off. Like I said, had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I I only, only I did later on. I said, hey, don't you go say shit to her. Don't you go say shit to her. I wish nobody listened anyway. And they kind of kept kept the shit going between the two of them, which at that point, How much involvement am I supposed to put in? I'm trying to keep my job, too.
2: So, now that Joe has told his side of the story, which, if you guys heard, he left out a lot of bullshit. We got the other side (laughs) of the parking lot story from my very best friend, Kayla. So, thank you, Kayla, for being on our show. So, where do you want to start? Or
0: should we talk? Should we talk about how we became friends? Or that's what I was wondering. I didn't know how to start. Like, do I start with our history? Or well, okay,
2: history? so we all went to school together. Me, Kayla, and Joe. Um, and Kayla and I were friends, but I didn't really know Joe. And you guys have listened to the show; y'all figured out how we met or became friends, whatever. But after high school, Kayla and Joe started dating, and so we all hung out a lot. Um, during that time, but we've been friends for something teen years. I don't even know. Do you know Kayla? Um, almost twenty. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> wow. So, so yeah, I, I know this person, <laughs> <laughs> and this is my guy, baby mama. Okay. So um. Anyway, Kay, I guess start just just talk about your experience and and you 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 were with someone and you got them a job.
0: Um I guess the foundation with Joe and I's history, um, I guess well, we were together for maybe four years before that. Um very serious relationship. We moved we got our first apartment together. Um we had two miscarriages um around that time. And then everything just kinda erupted after the second one. Um we broke up And I think maybe that following year is when we started kind of connecting again. Um, And like he said, when it was his turn, um, I'm really close to his family. So breaking up with him and then still talking to like his brother and his mom, (laughs) it does definitely kind of muddy the situation. Um, Going into me and him just being friends because of our history, um, he lost his job. I um, recommended him for a job. Well, my part of the story, it has a lot because I recommended him and also my other best friend at the time for a job. So they were in the same training class together. So that's mm-hmm. also why it get. To- <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. The girl was your best friend? No. Okay. <laughs> I had a best friend in the same training class that they were in. Okay. So it gets a little messier because <laughs> she was there. I'm actually surprised he didn't bring her up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told. I did not tell y'all that nigga was leaving a hell apart of the <laughs> story. Okay. So basically Kayla's other best friend was also, I guess in the midst of this situation as well, on some like, I'm just gonna keep it cool shit instead of like picking the side which should have been the side of her best friend, which is fucked up.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, girl. He left out a lot. I'm glad you're here to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so
0: the girl that he ended ends up talking to is one of the girls she's trying to befriend. Um amongst like maybe six or seven girls at the time so she's getting to know this group of girls I guess he's getting to know that I'm the other girl while me and him are still talking and still messing around so he left that part out also (laughs) where um, I'm still coming to his mom's Uh, we're still hanging out I have my own apartment um Yeah, it definitely gets a little bit deeper as far as what he explained. So Joe is such a nigga.
2: He was just like, well, you know, they were fighting. I drove off like nothing like nothing happened in between there. You weren't playing both sides of it. Like, yeah, but he did admit he was a motherfucker that he did say that
1: but he definitely downplayed the situation child just like I mean like, not say nothing he didn't even say you recommended them for the job child we always do that always get them fix their resumes up and do all of that see they, that's trifling <laughs> Joe called you try. I mean Anissa called you trifling Joe <laughs>
0: He knows. He keeps saying how much he's grown. I don't, I will will say, and I'm not, and it's not just because, but I mean, he is my friend. I think um, I look at our relationship a lot different than he looks at it. Um, I'm a very emotional person. So people who I let in and it's very little people, um, I like love them, love them as a friend, as a family member. And it's like, to me, I feel like he betrayed me. Because of our history and how I felt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but,
1: go well, ahead, Nessa. Okay, I'm so sorry.
0: Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Gemini. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> oh, she's a Gemini. Oh, hey, okay. Oh, Lord. Well, what, you I remember? What, what, yeah, what's the date? What's the date? Because I think I asked... Oh. You yeah
0: because I, I had listened to the conversation earlier this morning i was like oh dang i listened to it again
1: i was telling dan i was like well maybe i should re-listen to it to kind of figure out what you said girl i probably i probably went off on the gemini's i done had a horrible but what what day is your birthday on june 15th oh child girl let me go to mute
0: I will say, I will say, and it's, (laughs) I feel like uh, I am different. Uh, My aunt's birthday is the day before mine and my grandpa's is after, after mine. So I always feel like me and my grandfather are a lot different than her. I I swear to God, she is like demon spawn.
2: (laughs) Hell (laughs) no.
0: Not the spawn of Satan. (laughs) But she can't, it's, I love her to death though, but it's definitely a difference between certain ones that I've noticed. Um, I guess to get back on topic. <laughs> so they come out the training class. It was probably about six weeks of training, just to let everyone know. Um, right, because Joe said it was three months. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said it was three months of training. It was about six weeks of training. Um, I actually started to talk to the girl. Um, Because I think at that point where he was talking to her, we weren't really we weren't doing anything, but we were still trying to be friends and past the cordial stage. But we were still just trying to be friends. Um, They take her out of training and they sit this girl directly in front of me. And so I guess as they're talking, my other best friend at the time, she was like, well, did you know that such and such, you know, they're hanging out? You know, he was at such and such house when we was over there drinking and laughing and playing games and everything. And like they were sitting next to each other like she's up, like bringing stuff back to me. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> I'm like, um, still but, you know, I'm saying that, but I'm still intrigued a little because we're um, he's supposed to be telling me this because you're my friend. Before I hear it from somebody else, why not hear it from you first? So I'm not blindsided. So I'm blindsided by the situation. Um, And then the next thing I know, she's calling me over to her desk. It was not the parking lot. She called me over to her desk. She tells me how they've... um, They're about to be a couple and they're (sighs) getting to know each other. Hell (laughs) no. What? He told her about our relationship and the two miscarriages we
1: had, and that pissed me off. (laughs) How dare he mention that to her? That ain't none of her business. I'm texting her, I'm texting her like, set her on fire. (laughs) So I'm upset. I. I left for
0: the day. I as soon as I get in my car, I call him because he he's already left. So I'm going off on him about how how like just like Anessa said, how dare you share like the intimate most parts of my life with this stranger that you've only known for like what a handful of um weeks and I'm just three, mad. Weeks top. Top. Yes. three weeks. I'm upset, I'm crying, I'm going off. Um and then I guess he calls her to tell her he's upset because she's talked to me. Well, my whole thing is you should have talked to me first before it even got to this situation. Correct. I think after that, it's like she, she's talking, she's telling me all this and I'm asking him and he's denying it. So then I'm curious. So I think it's the following week. And she's in, she goes to the break room, and then I go to the break room with her because he's lying to me, so I really want to know what's going on. So um, she tells me, and it was a calm conversation. We're not arguing. We're not doing anything, yelling or screaming or anything. Like, he made it seem like we, like, just bringing all this attention to us, but, (laughs) but she was calm when she was talking to me, although she was talking out the side of her neck. Um, and then I was also um, calm when we were, um, you know, just conversing in the break room. Um, so I'm also mad because at this point, um, I was also going through something with the best friend who was in the training class with them where she totally just changed her entire personality for these group of girls. Um, I'm like driving her this place, this, that place for interviews throughout the summertime. I get her this job. Um, She asked me if I could come pick her up from work, which is two hours before I have to be at work. And then, um, and then she would just catch a ride after work. So I'm going through this whole thing with this best friend that I thought that I had um, she's getting beside herself. Joden lost his mind. And then this <laughs> chick that he talking to is sitting right in my face every effing day. And I'm like, I'm about to lose my mind.
1: <laughs> <Stay> oh <on> fire. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a lot. It was too much. And I think, um, and it was just, uh, Dana, was it like a year after, I think it was like a year after um, my last miscarriage and like a year, a year and a half after the other miscarriage. Right. Yeah. So my whole depression, my anxiety was like on, it was just heightened. I had a complete anxiety attack where they at work, where they actually had to call the ambulance. Um, after that, I'm in the emergency room going off on Joe. <laughs> <laughs> because how dare you um, I can't even remember but I think it was something between him and her um, where his mom I talked to his mom and I think she was going off because she was saying yeah he got this little bitch up here <laughs> to make his sandwiches for her on his lunch break
2: <laughs> shout out to I don't even know yeah. if I can say her name but that's <laughs> shout out to my best friend Joe's mom
0: she a real one for real. <laughs> so after the anxiety attack, um I talked to his mom and she was like, don't let him put you in this situation. Don't let him drive you to um taking time off work or have this much control over your life and your emotions, where it's like he's just so quick to jump to the next chick. So after that I pretty much kind of put it on the back burner. Um, <laughs> so me and Dana are complete opposites where if I'm angry and I'm going off, she's the one who's going to voice it for me. <laughs> so yes, <I> am. It's <laughs> and I'm more like the calm and collected voice of reason. Um, but I, I think that that whole situation just threw me emotionally and, um, I stopped talking to him. I was like, well, if this is what he wants, then that's cool with him. That's cool with me. Um, he can have her. I mean, because she, I, she, m- men are different from women. When you meet this girl, you can tell that she is negative. I could tell that she was negative and that she was just, just a bad person. And who dyes their hair orange? <laughs> This girl was the whole entire time that I was going to her, telling her all this. She around calling this girl Tropicana. so <laughs> like she's like a motherfucking Shasta can by the head. But, um, you know, he keeps up with all these people, all his exes and whatnot. Um, um, I think a couple years ago, kind of off topic, but he took me out for my birthday and we were at a Mexican restaurant. She inboxes him and says, I see you. okay (laughs) like like, I see you um and he tells me like why would you tell me (laughs) I was just I don't know it's something about Joseph like we um I guess to answer a question we are co-parenting and friends we are getting to know one another um I'm not really sure what we are but um That's a story. There are many other stories (laughs) that I'm not proud of, but he's just, I don't know. I think these are um, two
2: people... Oh, traveling the same path in life
0: <laughs> here she comes for, she's about for, to analyze this entire situation no and I'm it not
2: like Joe
0: is this wonderful person <laughs> and he's just know. distraught and on the wrong path and he is really gonna realize he loves you
2: no no I was not gonna say that what I was saying was I I consider like because you guys have been in each other's lives for what 14 15 years So, you know, and, you know, it's steady going, you know, (laughs) getting more expansive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) You pregnant again? Oh, no, she's five months. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Oh, the girl. Yes. So I have, that's what I was going to ask. I said, I, I thought their relationship only lasted for like two seconds. Him and the other girl. It so he
0: he was in this relationship with her. So let me tell you how uh, how he's just I don't know. I I will say yes, we are toxic. I don't. (laughs) We're not as toxic as these other people, but all the same, we are toxic. Joe goes out with this girl for a few months. Um, He's unhappy. So then he's like texting me, "Well, how you doing?" Like, how are you? And Nigga. You know, at this time, he's not even at our job anymore. He's someplace else. So he starts asking me to do things, um, if I could help him with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, all the time I'm still like, his brother is my brother. I'm closer to his brother than my own brothers because we didn't grow up like that. Um, but, you know, we are, we are around each other more often. Um and he's complaining to me about her and I'm just sitting there like, Karma, I, I don't know what you really want me to say about the situation. So I'm dating. Um she tells him I'm dating. What? <laughs> yes. I she No, I'm talking about Dana.
1: Dana tells oh him God, the that Dang. I'm <laughs> I know you wanna come to my desk all the time, but that girl, you, know, you tell the mama. Okay, so I was
2: young and and I, and I wanted him to know he had my friend fucked up. Like she ain't on her just single looking for you.
1: No, no, that's good. I thought she was talking about the girl that they work with that he was talking to child. This is the love triangle square try uh Hexagon, okay? An <laughs> uh, octagon. Right, with extra tips. <laughs> Girl.
0: But so she tells him I'm dating. He's still wrapped around in the situation with her. Um, I think around Christmas is really when I wanted to just push him away because me, Dana, Joe, and our fr- one of our other friends, can I say his name or should I like, make up a name? You can say his name. No way, it's it's common. Chad. (laughs) (laughs) So me, Dana, Chad, and Joe, we go. um, We go. What is it? Black Friday shopping. So, yeah, this we is around November now. Yeah. This is so, November's here. We're at Target waiting in this long-ass line, freezing with hot cocoa. And so, he's talking about what he about to get. And he didn't told Chad what he getting me and, I guess, what he getting the girl or whatever. And then Dana then overheard him. <laughs> and I heard him. And she, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He about to get you a Kindle, girl. He go get you a Kindle. This is when Kindles came out. So, (laughs) we get in there. He gets the Kindle. Um, We overhear him also complaining about getting this movie for this girl. Do you know that he looks, come Christmas, he gives me this movie that she was so crazy about. And then he swears to God. (laughs) He swears to God that the Kindle was not for me. And that this movie was for me all the time. Girl. And then he got his mama in on it saying yes I was there when he bought it. No but we heard the conversation. No. I was just done. (laughs) So he didn't give this chick my Kindle. And I got this movie that I don't even want. I told him to take that shit back. I don't care what you do with it. I think he still got it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But
0: I'm just like, I can't do this. I And then we, we didn't talk for a very long time. And it wasn't until um, I think they, he came over one day. He said he was getting an apartment. I gave him a couple wine glasses that because um, it's just me. I don't have any family in St. Louis. So what am I going to do with 12 wine glasses? So he got four for his little apartment and then I, I don't know why I distinctly remember oh you really do love me you know that whole Joe has this act where he thinks he's so innocent because he shy for like five minutes when you meet him that uh oh I'm and I'm, I don't look good but I'm a handsome guy you are don't don't expose my friend this way <laughs> I would have that, <laughs> <laughs> but he knows that he knows it, and we've talked about it, and he knows that's how he acts.
1: True. So I right I will say that I see why you felt like you were in the middle, Dana. Now that I see how close you and her are, because you were saying that both of those are your best friends, I see that's a lot. That's a that's a sticky situation to be on both ends. But I was I've been in a similar situation, Kayla. Um not to the point where there were you know, miscarriages and babies involved, thank God. It could have been, but I've been in your situation, so I, I definitely understand it. And he is a fuck boy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, he not. Girl. Yes, she uh, is. Yeah, he is. And he can go kick. So what is the st- so the status of y'all relationship now is that y'all are co-parenting. Are you in a relationship? Are you seeing anybody? Or do you feel like you're still holding on for are you still like holding on to hope that y'all get back together? Or are you like miss moving on? Um, I've, it's, that's been so, between that and now,
0: um, cause like he said, we had got back together before because of the tragedy with his brother when his brother got shot. Um, so it was more me being there for the family than for him, um, uh, that just them as a whole. Uh, we've done that, we've been together, we have our son, um, and then we ended up messing around again and we have our daughter. Um, but, in the midst of it all, I feel like I've just kind of – I'm not doing anything right now because I have dated. I've dated within the last three, year, um, three four years, even since the breakup after we had our son. Um, it's, it's nothing out there but fuck boys. Have you- so I'm kind of just taking a back seat, and we're kind of just doing whatever we're doing.
1: So y'all are still – y'all are in a situationship is what it sounds like to me yeah that. okay okay so we're like we're helping each other out cuz we
0: have these expenses mm-hmm. um right now and i'm kind of in the family um i'm actually renting the house from his mom who moved him to dallas
1: we y'all not married cuz
0: now too much going on Girl. so it's just um i Like, I'm, I don't even know if I believe in marriage anymore. I understand. Like, I don't know if I believe in relationships. I don't know if I believe in marriage. Um, From the girl that when I first met Joe, he literally was dancing down the street, um, pants falling off his ass because he had stole my purse and he wouldn't give it back until I kissed him. I'm like, that girl had like stars in her eyes right and i just was like this whole in love with disney love stories Mm -hmm. now i'm just like eh, i don't i don't i really don't know like everyone wants love every female wants love and the happy ending but i'm very guarded now i don't want to say jaded but i feel like i'm very guarded and it's beat the disney
1: hope up out of you yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh,
2: Lord,
1: i am so glad kayla that you came on here and said your piece because when i say he was like brushing everything off like i mean it was like i mean i mean i mean nah you were a liar a liar you was lying kayla then came on here and spilled the oddity the real tea the real tea thank you so much kayla anything yeah. else you
0: want to add
2: like
0: anything oh. else you want to say um, nothing else. I mean, I do have a lot of respect for Joe because he is a friend and he is a great father. So he's not a deadbeat. Yeah, he is um, a great best friend too. Yeah. Like, Joe's so great I don't take person. that away from him. I just, mm-hmm. um, I think we had a conversation one day where I was asking him about his relationships. And he was very honest with me. He said he's just, he's never seen a successful relationship. So he doesn't really know how to be a, in a successful relationship. Uh, where he runs when it's okay it's getting good or when it's okay, and it's almost like he just kind of makes it implode himself, so um I will definitely say that you know therapy helps um our black generation just as it does everyone else on this planet Amen. <laughs> so um i I feel like he should. Um, especially when it comes to stuff like that, because um, I'm not shy from it, because I know that I'm a little crazy from here to here, different situations, and what I accept, is sh- it shouldn't be what I accept, um, but hey, you have to own it, I guess. That's right,
1: and it's a part of growth. That's right, and you have, you, this is your life, and you do what's best for you, and a, nine times out of ten, somebody is going through something similar to to yours or worse than your the, uh, worse than yours, but they don't want to say anything because they feel like yeah. their situation is is fucked up. But you just actually coming on here and saying it because your situation, girl, I girl, we could have a lot of conversations, but I'm gonna say that for another time. <laughs> I, Shout
2: out to all the women who try yeah. to date. At work, trying to get a man on. I'm sure that I'm sure you are not the first chick,
1: baby. Yeah, <laughs> so keep doing you, boo. I love it. Thank you guys for having me. It's time for the break room. It's the break room. It's the break room. What's up, girl? We've been all the tea. Hey, 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 hey. it's hey. the break room. What's break room? girl? So, y'all for another RHOA update. Hopefully y'all watched last Sunday. Um, this is our last time talking about Real Housewives because it's over, unfortunately. Oh. Um, I know. This was the last uh episode of the reunion or the last part, part three came on. And um hopefully you might be watching other franchises. That's why I was like, look, I got to catch on to some more franchises because I can't just stop there. Um, But anyway, NeNe, did you watch Dana? Did you watch Housewives? I did not. It's so
2: crazy. I missed the last two parts of the reunion. Um, But I saw the whole season,
1: so I know and They just, they're literally going back over stuff that they've already talked about. But the big, big thing, y'all, was NeNe Y'all know on part two, Nene shut her computer and got off of the call. And part three comes on and we're like, surely she's gonna come back. She didn't come back the whole episode. So she didn't even get to speak her piece at all about nothing. So wait, she didn't she didn't do
2: none of the reunion past her closing her laptop?
1: No. Part two, she closed her laptop, came back on, and you know, she did her little thing. Then after that, they started talking. I cannot remember what they were talking about. She shut her computer, and because you know, she felt like they were they kept targeting her, kept targeting her. She shut her computer and then come back. All you saw was a piece of paper, a note. So they got Portia got her on the phone, and she was like, Portia was like, Nene, where you know, what's going on? And Nene was basically, we couldn't hear what she was saying, but she was basically saying she ain't coming back. And Andy quickly was like, look, if you ain't going to come back, then if you ain't going to come back and talk to us on Zoom, why are you trying to talk to us on the phone? That It makes no sense. Y'all know I love Nene, but I don't, I mean, she could have came back and spoke her piece, especially because Ivana came on to say her piece. Y'all know she this big recording that we've been trying to figure out for the longest. This audio that they had, tell me why it's not even an audio recording. It was a made up lie, supposedly. What? Yes, supposedly. I said that though.
2: Remember, I said that. Watch, this is not a real audio. You said that it's some bullshit.
1: So, Ivana came on therapy, saying that Nini wanted her to go on a. Befriend all of these people who are on The Housewives and act like you being a friend, but listen to get information to see what they're saying about me. So, everybody like, what, what, Portia, what, what, hold on, that don't even make sense. So... Candy, of course, she come in. She was like, Now, see, I don't even like that because she was like, That's that. It makes it hard for other people that try to come on and be friends, you know, friends of the show because it makes them feel like, Okay, you came on acting like you was genuine, trying to build a friendship with me, but you really wasn't. Now you was trying to. Now, all of a sudden, you saying Nini wanted you to come and build these relationships with us so she could find out if we were talking about her. And then Ivana backtracked and was like, Well, no, I really did try to build a friendship with y'all. Nini told me that after the fact, whatever, I don't believe her, so Candy was like, look, I don't know what to believe, I don't know what to believe you, I don't know to believe her, because at this point, are you trying to just get clout, Miss Clark Atlanta, was she giving, y'all already know she always be talking about Clark Atlanta, but she giving us a bad name, girl, don't be going on there talking about Clark Atlanta like that, anyway, right, she got your alma mater fucked up, what, for real, okay, so, but Yvonne did say that there is not a recording, it was all made up, and it was fake, So. Cynthia was like, "I don't believe, I don't believe Nini. I believe Ivana, and that's that." Candy says she don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Everybody was left like, "I don't know what to believe." I don't know if Ivana's making it up. I don't know if there is a recording, but Nini never came back to say yes or no. So Cynthia was like, "I believe Ivana because Nini not here." But is Nini not there because she's just done with y'all and fed up, or is Nini not there because Ivana said Nene's not there because she don't want us? face the truth it's all a loadable it's so
2: stupid this dumbass recording okay so what like i'm the type of bitch like okay so what you got me on recording and saying this shit i'll say this shit to your face i'm not gonna sit up and talk about somebody all comfortable like and it'd be a conversation that i wouldn't feel comfortable having in their face because who the fuck is going to check me Bro. Like, I feel like y'all are so old, y'all are so grown, wandering around talking about, well, she said this, blah, 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 blah. bitch. If you got an audio recording to me, I would prefer that over you going back and saying, Well, Dana said blah, 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 because then if you got the audio recording, you heard me, bitch. I said
1: what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're and Cynthia agrees with you. She says she don't care about no recording because Nini and Cynthia were not in a good place so of course they're not going to talk nice about each other so of course you know I'm going to talk about you Nini has said things about Cynthia, Cynthia has said things about Nini. and let it be done, I mean y'all either going to be friends or y'all not but Cynthia said it's all love and respect there. She just want to move on. Nene is ready to chill, okay? <laughs> I mean, not Nene. I'm sorry. Cynthia is ready to chill and move on and get to her wedding in October. Hopefully, she'll be able to have a wedding. I can't um, wait for her to marry her man, child. Me too, me too. Um. Anyways, uh, on a Love and Hip Hop update, Princess filed for, y'all know she filed for divorce, and now she's requesting full custody of her two kids epic and um melody i'm still shocked that she is like there's i'm bringing it up because i can't believe that they're really going through with this (laughs) they're not you don't think so nah do you think they're gearing up for like a kardashian uh setup they trying to get views for whatever is about to come most definitely ray J looks
2: dumb but he's one of those people that just look stupid like he looked like a bullet head ass nigga but he like actually knows like how to, how this entertainment shit works how to make money and how to do all this stuff and i feel like Princess is on board she don't care about her life being exposed she got on love and hip-hop already so it's like you know this is just more of them keeping up this little black kardashian circus which is fine you know get get your get your black dollars
1: circulating i don't care Right, get your point, okay? Um, And y'all know we still watching Insecure. Thank the Lord for low key, this low key season, okay? I'm here for it all. Hopefully, did you watch, Dana? Did you watch Insecure? Girl, I did not. Insecure was really good, y'all. I mean, all the episodes have been really good, but, you know, they're still playing off of, and I hate to do a spoiler alert, so hopefully y'all watched it before y'all watch it, because another episode coming on tomorrow, child. Um, <laughs> um, Molly and Issa are into it right now. And so, if you watched the last episode, you saw that Issa, you know, pulled up to the restaurant and saw Molly there, and... This new episode comes on comes on and it opens up right there where it left where it leaves off. And it shows Issa leaving the store and Molly actually saw her. You'll see it, Dana, when you see it. So she sees her walking off and she's like, Oh, like she ain't gonna come in and try to reconcile with me. So, um, but Molly goes to Mexico with her new boo. And Molly is, you going to find out, I'm not going to give all the information, but Molly is like going through some things. She She's realizing that she's popping off on everybody because there's another situation where she pops off again. She's steady popping off. So she ends up calling her therapist and leaving her therapist a message like, look, I need to talk to you because I keep popping off on people. And obviously it's a problem. So hopefully she realizes her issues because Issa is standing firm on, I'm not... Calling her and reaching out first, because she always does, which I agree. Um, So I'm excited to see how that plays out. So I'm actually pretty glad that
2: Molly is reaching out to a therapist, because quite honestly, and I'm an advocate for therapy, but she screams. I need a therapist, I need a therapist, I need a therapist, just in the way that she handles herself, how she handles her friends, how she assesses certain certain situations. It's like, ma'am, you're in your head too much and you're doing things unbeknownst to you that are offensive to other people and you don't care. So that's a problem. That's a personality problem. So I'm glad Molly's getting her shit together and I promise y'all next week I'm gonna be caught up so we'll have a a more poignant discussion
1: (laughs) about insecure. But yeah, I'm glad Molly's seeking help. Yes. And going back to our down the business segment and you know, our friend Kayla, you know, like she said our generation, we need to see ther- We need to see therapists. Like we got a lot going on. Okay, um, the stakes are high for everything, so I, I'm here for it, and I'm glad she is too. Um, but on to update some movies and music. If I did watch, I told y'all last week that Lovebirds were co- was coming out on Netflix. I watched it. It is so funny with Issa Rae. I don't know who the other guy is, um, but it's very funny. Like. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of corny and funny at the same time, but it's 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 very funny. I support Issa in everything that she does. Um, for a new movie, and moving on to mu- movies and music, y'all, the high note came out yesterday on May 29th. Um, it is with. It's starring Tracy Ellis Ross and Ice Cube. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross is playing a singer, um, like a pop star, and um, I guess it's just about her life. But I mean, interesting enough, it's on Amazon, iTunes, and any other um, on-demand digital platforms. I don't know if it's on Netflix though. Which is, I tried to find out if it's on Netflix. I'm gonna look tonight and find out, and I'll let y'all know. But I do wanna, I do wanna see it and see what Tracy Ellis Ross talking about.
2: I was wondering what was going to happen to Candyman, but they ended up pushing it back to um, September 25th. You know, Candyman, the Jordan Peele remake? hmm Yeah, so they pushed that opening date back. I guess they're hoping that the box offices will open and people will start being comfortable going to the movies. I'm not. I was stay on um, streaming services, but um, <laughs> that's cool. That's
1: cool, <laughs> right? Yeah, and The Hano was supposed to come out in theaters like Candyman, but of course, with all this going on, they had to take it out to the to the on demand platforms. But um, I I'm here for Candyman. I used to love Candyman, so I I'm excited to see that. But like you said, I'm gonna be watching it on streaming as well. Um, New Music Friday, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I had to delete my Apple Music because y'all know I got a salary cut and uh okay I, truth, truth talk <laughs> look i know y'all trying i look i'm trying i know y'all saying look it's only 9.99 a month but i don't care i need to delete all these subscriptions okay i've been borrowing and stealing subscriptions okay from everybody netflix as well i deleted that too i'm using somebody else's so um i'm now on spotify <laughs> keeping it real <laughs> I am now on Spotify and they have, you know, I I actually like Spotify because they got new music Fridays and I don't think Apple Music got that. So, um, new music Fridays came out yesterday and I didn't hear anything that caught my eye. Dan, I know you always up on the music. Have you heard anything that you can give us? Lady Gaga released Chromatica, um, which was,
2: I heard it was. Okay, so I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a Lady Gaga fan. I, I'm not... Um, what do they call her fans? A, a monster? I'm not a monster at all. So, like, I, I, my opinion here is very, very just... She just came out with this new music. But I have actually have not really listened to her until the Fame Monster back in the Disney when I was, like, in college. Like, that's when I was bumping Lady Gaga. But... I don't know what her new music is sounding like now, but she came out with an album and I saw that and I put that like on my list to kind of like look at, but another person that came out with a, um, a new release this week was Kalani, um, and it's called, it was good until it wasn't. You guys know Kalani, she's, you know, this pretty singer songwriter, um, she has a lot of nice hits like Toxic and Can I? So check that out. I heard it was really nice. I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't get to get much into it. Um, and Mob Deep. I know this is hella old, but for those who know who Mob Deep is, it's the 25th anniversary of their album, The Infamous. Hmm. So they released it and put um, some new tracks on there. So if you guys are interested in that, check that out. But um and you know fred hammond praise the lord Come on, he came, fred. With, he came out with a new bp and speaking of them him and kirk franklin are going to have a versus battle tomorrow which is sunday
1: on instagram thank you so much for letting us know because it does it's not always like they don't be having it everywhere but i gotta look at that well when they hear this it would have been
2: passed but you oh, know yeah, that's true Church kids, hallelujah! I'm no, there. <laughs> it's oh. <laughs> okay, it's gonna remind me of my childhood being in right. church from Sunday to Sunday. So, um, if you guys are interested in that, you know, check check out. The, if you guys want to know like how the versus battle c- comes up and when they announce them, follow Swiss Beats on Instagram. He, him and Timlin, and I think someone else. I might be mistaken that, but they keep up with that and they announce who's going to be doing the battle. So, if you want to keep up with who's doing what, unless you're like on Twitter or Instagram, like that's how you find out
1: yes thank you for that thank you for mentioning that um and i did i do want to go back because you did mention lady gaga i did listen to one of her songs with ariana grande and i really liked it um so you're a a ponytail so
2: (laughs) on the lowest of keys you're a ponytail because you always you always talk
1: about ariana i do love ariana y'all but um yeah, if y'all want to go listen, I didn't listen to the whole album, so you, you gotta listen to that for yourself, but I did listen to that one song, so. Anyways, I think that's all I have for the break room of what you're gonna do next week, okay?
2: <laughs> speaking of thank you guys so much for tuning in this week i hope in light of the bullshit we were able to give you some at least something else to listen to outside of all the chaos and everything that's going on outside stay safe stay protected you know stay in your ground all of that and uh, we'll see you next week stay black bye